1: I'm great, Val. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. What's happening in Gina world?
2: Okay. So, you know, strange time in the world, physically distancing, but I'm socially connecting, Val, doing all the right things, you know, and eating more carbs than ever before. me too. You finding that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The hot cross buns. (laughs) Yeah, we're loving the hot cross buns. Fantastic. (laughs) And uh, also uh, my new... um, favorite show i've just started is uh tiger king it's just a hot mess of a show i uh highly recommend it
1: (laughs) okay i've been watching ozark season three because i love jason bateman hello jason if you happen to be listening to us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so um,
2: lots of new uh, listeners coming aboard in the last few weeks So yes. hi to everyone and uh, hope everyone's going well And, uh, you know, we've got lots of frontline workers who also listen to this show So big respect mm-hmm. and gratitude to you guys And hopefully we can entertain you for the next little while while you're on your way mm-hmm. to work and, uh, and for everyone else at home, we've got lots of great ideas uh, coming your way two in this uh, episode Val.
1: Yeah absolutely and we want to say congratulations to our newest cover photographer. Vanessa McIver, she has a great shot, which um, you can see in the show notes, um, and it is a beautiful shot at of um, the pool at Narrabeen, which is actually a beach that's quite near me. Um, it's on the east coast of Australia, it's in Sydney, and there's some leading lines in there because there's a pool, um, it's either sunset or sunrise, um, probably sunrise, uh, because the sunrise is in the East here and, um, there's a wooden sort of, uh, plank, a uh, uh, pathway that is right down in the middle of the shot with the beautiful sunrise in the background. It's all water and then be in the pool and then beyond the water, there's the sea. And then it's like a sky and sea that go on forever. And the colors are gorgeous. So Vanessa says, this was shot at a Narrabeen North Sea pool. On a freezing winter's morning on my Canon 6D with my 16 to 35 millimeter, 10-second exposure and an ND4 filter. It was taken after one of those epic red sunrise mornings when the sky, cliffs and water are blood red. After the red faded, the other photographers packed up and left and they missed this. Those <laughs> planks lead out to sea and can go just about anywhere. There was one little... Tiny Rock Fisherman, just on the horizon, this photo was also the first landscape I ever sold. And it is a Amazing. gorgeous, gorgeous yeah. landscape. Yeah, definitely. And you do find that people um, who live in the area, who have been to that particular place, especially for coastal shots um, or who have a special meaning, maybe they swim at that beach every day or something, um, they do love shots like this, which is also why, you know, um, photographers like Aquabumps, Eugene Lee are very popular, and... Um, this shot 's gorgeous, so ten points vanessa that 's beautiful yeah, well
2: done congratulations yeah. and um if you want to um, be the next cover photographer uh, for the Facebook challenge that we do, uh, join the Facebook group. Um, I've got a link in the show notes, um, you know, particularly in this time where everyone's sort of uh, a bit more isolated. Uh, come and join and, and say hi and chat and share your work. It's a great place. Photographers from all over the world in there. It's an amazing uh, community. Everyone's super positive and you can find out just about anything in the Facebook groups. Great
1: place to be. So this is the cover photo for the Facebook group and all you need to do is search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community on Facebook and request to join. We'd love to have you in there. All right, we also want to give a big shout out to Lucy Hugel from Lucy Hugel Photography who has some um, had this to say. Uh, thank you. So so regarding the course that Gina has called uh, Get Off Auto and Master Manual Mode Forever, which is a course that I absolutely love and I've got so much out of it. So Lucy has said, Gina Militia, thank you. This course was jam-packed full of absolute gold. I've been mainly teaching myself with an entry-level online course, YouTube, hundreds of podcasts, etc., and had picked up the basics. But after finishing your extensive yet simple to follow course, Get Off Auto, I feel like I have a new level of understanding of how everything ties in and how to get the best out of each situation. Well, the proof is in the pudding, of course, so I'll check back with some after shots for your feedback. But I just wanted to post this here as a reminder that if, like me, you're a member of the Gold community, but had forgotten that you get this course with your membership – then you're welcome i imagine you'll be able to purchase the course alone somewhere if you're not a member i highly recommend it thank you so much lucy because it is a fantastic course and yes if you're not a gold member you can purchase the course but if you are a gold member you get it as part of your membership and it is absolutely fantastic it taught me to get off auto um, and onto manual so i absolutely love it and if you're interested in finding a little bit more about our awesome gold community have a listen to this
2: This podcast is brought to you by the Gold Community. I love working with members of my Gold Community. It's incredible to see them grow and develop as photographers. Here's what Kim Partridge had to say.
1: So I joined I think last July time after listening to the podcast for a little while and absolutely fantastic. I've been in there on a couple of occasions when I've been really stressed, or I've had problems on a shoot and not only have I had fantastic encouragement from other members, um, but also like spot on advice quickly <laughs> when needed from, from Gina. So yeah, it's, a, it's been a fantastic experience.
2: How have you changed in terms of how you are as a photographer when you first came in to today?
1: just immensely. Um, I mean, when you look, if I look at my shots personally from, from day one and then look at how I'm shooting now and just the way I'm taking my time more, composing differently, uh, using so many different tools that you've taught me over the course of this week is, yeah, incomparable.
2: If you'd like to find out more about the Goal community, just go to genomilitia.com and click on Join the Community.
1: All right, so before we move on to this week's topic, which is about product and portrait isolation tips for beginners and pros, (laughs) we have a constructive critique. This is for Sonny Valmiki, who has uploaded his shot of a um, a kind of a young guy, well, an adult, uh, who's sitting on a park bench um, with a holding a guitar and the guitar is upright. The guy is looking at the camera and it's got a great smile, very friendly and approachable. There's a, behind the park bench, there is a fence. So it's some, you know, um, metal palings, which go uh, in a really nice angle across the screen. And behind that is essentially the park. So blurred out trees. Um, and so Sunny has said, this photo was clicked in the evening um, maybe around four o'clock. My settings are SS 320 F stop. ISO 100. I used an off-camera flash of Digitech manual flash with 35 by 35 softbox. So Sunny is asking for some constructive criticism on this. And you can find this image in the show notes at GinaMalitia.com, but also this would have been in the um, Facebook group. So Gina, what's your CC on this? Well, I think you've done a fantastic job
2: on this image. I do love the leading align. So rather than it would have been easy with this image, valve to just stand in directly in front of the model, holding the, the guitar and just shoot sort of square on. But what he's done, which is really clever, is put the uh, fence line at an angle. So what happens is like what you wanna do when you're looking, creating an image is find as many ways as possible to keep eyes on that image for as long as possible so you want to be able to look at the main um, person in the image and then you want to have a reason for them to the eyes to meander through the image so having that leading line is beautiful so i think composition wise the way you've balanced the lighting is fantastic and uh like the energy is also beautiful now to take this image to the next level sunny uh what i want you to do uh, is think about where the main light source is coming. So this is daylight. The main light source in this image is daylight. So I want you to look for where the sun is. And even if it's an overcast sky, you can still determine where the sun is in the sky and so what direction the light is coming from. And you always want to match the direction of your flash with the direction of the original light source in that image. So that helps really sell the shot. And because what you want to do when you're using fill flash is disguise the fact That you've got fill flash so that's a really good way to do that and uh, the other thing you want to do is one thing the first tell that a person is nervous in an image is the hands and so while the guy that you've photographed has got a beautiful smile and he's sitting in a relaxed way you've posed him really nicely the way that his hands are gripping onto the guitar they're a bit tight there and you can see that that's where he's holding on to you know the nervousness shows so As a last check before you take the shot, and you can write these down as a checklist, even keep a checklist on your phone of the things to look out for. And I think there's even past episodes where I've given you checklists of all the things you want to look for when you're shooting a portrait. And one of those is make sure that you check the hands. And one of the things that I always direct is like I'll notice the hands and I'll just say, hey, just relax your hands a little bit. And because people forget, it's just clenching and do, they don't even realize they're doing it. So mm. just even relaxing the hands and maybe having one hand holding onto the guitar, the neck of the guitar and having the other hand maybe just resting in his lap or by his side would have also opened up the body language of this shot. So having those two hands clenched kind of closes the body language, having one hand on the guitar, one hand, so the right hand is on the guitar, left hand, Uh, is open and on the edge of the chair opens up the body language and will make it a a, like and these are little all little one percenters but they all add up and make a difference so that's one thing to look out for Mm. the other thing that you want to remember sunny is when we look at an image the eye is automatically drawn to the brightest part of the frame and i can see um in this case it's the light in the background there's sort of like a uh, a light Uh, there and it's quite bright and that's the first place my eye goes so maybe uh, in this image I would consider cloning that out because it's a little bit distracting and it's taking the attention away from the hero of the shot which is the guy holding the guitar finally uh, the last thing that I'd like you to do is uh, come in at the bottom on the ground you can see where the flash is hitting the ground and that's a little tell that this image has been lit so i would just like come in and and uh darken that image so you can use a grad filter in lightroom or just a bit of burning and dodging in photoshop will take care of that and that's the last little tell sign that you've lit that and uh but aside from that you've done a great job and looking forward to what you do next Sonny. thanks for sharing
1: the image absolutely brilliant okay so let's move on uh to this week's topic now this week's amazing podcast cover is by gold member kerry setch and it is a great shot you can have a look at it obviously on apple podcasts or wherever it is that you're viewing this episode and if it's if it's it is of an older guy and i think you took these ima- i don't know where these images she, were these taken, were shot didn't, in didn't vietnam it? yeah she did shot a trip in vietnam, to vietnam. So yeah it's beautiful. an older guy with sort of of, you know, salt and pepper hair and a long, strikingly graying beard, and he is has a cigarette in one hand. He's looking straight at the camera. He's got a wizened face with lots of lines, and because he's smoking a cigarette, the smoke is just in various plumes, in in, in different stages of plumage, coming out of his um, mouth. And um, Kerry has captured the smoke, which is really what sets this image apart from just a regular image. It's really, really. Fabulously shot, so Kerry um is an awesome photographer based where Gina? She's in uh the the go- in Brisbane, I think. Yeah, yeah, Queensland, Queensland area. Yeah, brilliant. And she shoots headshots and portraits and branding, and um she shoots for individuals, small businesses, not for profits, and so on. Uh, good on you, Kerry. It's fantastic. You can find her work at Kerry K E R R I Setch, S E T C H dot com. So check her out. All right, so let's move on to this week's topic. What is it, Gina? All
2: right, so this week, uh, you notice that more as more and more of us around the world are being told to self-isolate, we've got um, uh, a, a stack of tips to keep you motivated and entertained and drills that you can do to up your photography skills. So like, you know, Val, life's about... is what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So, you know, use this time wisely. And when we all come out of this, you're you know your skill levels are going to be so good reflexes muscle mm. memory and the and the eye as well I was speaking to one of the gold members uh, just yesterday Val and um, mm-hmm. he mentioned how he'd seen a shot and he could um, dissect how it was lit and uh, you know where the light was coming from and all of that thing and that is one of the most uh, fantastic days in a photographer's life, life when you work out how to see light and it doesn't come easily but like using this time and using these drills that i've been giving you today and in last week's episode and the episode before that and in many of the podcast episodes is like we've got almost 300 in our archive that you can go back and listen to Um, these are the things all these little one percenters that are going to make you a better photographer don't leave taking a good image just a chance you get two or three of those in your life but you know, if you want to be um, great at what you do, you want to be able to do that consistently. So, um, I'm talking about this time. It is an unusual time. So, the first thing I want to talk about, and this is something that I thought about recently, uh, I know a lot of you have your images uh, stored in the cloud. Uh, that, which means you know, it's online, right? And there are so many different cloud storage services. What I want you to do right now is check who your provider is and make sure that they're a reputable company. This is not the time to be taking cheap deals for cloud storage. And I also want you to really um, encourage you to take this time to back up your files. Do not rely on just the cloud for your storage. It's good, fantastic when you're traveling. It's great that, you know, I back up my... Photos that are on my phone and any videos go directly to the cloud and that's all great. But I also make sure that I back up my photos to a hard drive, two hard drives, one on site here with me and one is off site. Storage is relatively cheap at the moment. We've got the time. Use this time to back up and organize your files. It's not a matter of if your hard drive will fail. It's when. It's going to happen. Make sure you're ahead of that because there is nothing more depressing than losing years of work and not being able to retrieve it. And it's also incredibly costly if you've got a hard drive that goes down and you have to try and retrieve those files. It can be done, but it's costly. So cover yourself. And this is something that you want to be doing every few years, like get a new hard drive and move everything across. And so what I've done is I started with half gig uh, a byte hard drives like 500 megabytes that's where my files started going and then bit by bit they've gone and i think i just bought one that's maybe five um, terabyte in size and i've got um all my images now and i move them along every couple of years so that i've got fresh hard drives and also the the Doosa, Doosa hickeys the thing that you plug into <laughs> the computer, right? So yeah, you've got fire. Is. you know, we've got FireWire, we've got USB 2, USB 3, um, you know, remember floppy disks? They don't exist anymore. CDs, what computer mm. can take a CD anymore? There's no DVD mm. drives anymore. So the storage will eventually be outdated and so will USB 2 and 3. So just, you know, VHS, who's got one of those? Um so, just make sure that you keep doing that, and this is the perfect time to be aware of that sort of thing. All right, so another thing that i want you to think of uh, at this time is uh looking after your mind and body and i was just telling uh val before we started podcasting mm-hmm. the importance of getting out and so look when you when we're in this we're all in this unique position okay so there's going to be a bit of stress and we're all like you know if you're not used to working from home and or you've got the family at home with you the the, the whole system gets um uprooted but a lot of us are now inside more than we ever were so you're not getting uh, it's hard to get motivated to do like to get on and do photography and all of those sorts of things so if you're feeling like that make sure that you are getting out in the sun for you know and if you live in an apartment there must be a window that has some sort of sunlight coming in be like a cat follow those (laughs) you see the cat inside they will follow the sun around the room and put yourself there and even five or ten minutes is going to make a huge difference and if you can't get out and exercise a really good thing that you can do is just get some rope and skip on the spot can you do that rocky style valve where you do the yeah. can you yeah, do yeah, it yeah 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 okay um and the other thing that you have uh that you used to do like you and because uh, i remember you telling me about it is you got yourself a pull-up bar oh yeah i've got it here and mm-hmm. yeah so and you got to a ridiculous number what was that it
1: wasn't ridiculous it well, was it only it was good like, it was eight that's impressive Right. Yeah, but I can't um, do it anymore. <laughs> what was the book that taught you that? There was like a well, trainer. Can
2: you remember? Yeah, that, that inspired It wasn't.
1: You? It, it wasn't really just because of this. Um, you're thinking of convict conditioning, That's which it. is basically perfect for this time of year. Uh, well, this you know situation in the world right now, because it was written by and the name escapes me, but it's um, somebody who was. Um, convicted on, I think it was Alcatraz actually, well, you know, it had a small space and he um, uh, stayed fit by doing these exercises that only required body weight or potentially a chair or the edge of your bed which is what you have in a cell so it's basically all of these exercises that build on one one on top of the other if you are in an enclosed space and you're only using body weight and it takes you all the way to having zero muscles to if you follow um you know the the steps and build on one each other you can end up with um a one-arm push-up that's amazing
2: and that's so impressive if you can do a one-arm push-up but it's like here's the thing I know people are saying what's this got to do with photography (laughs) it has everything to do with photography because if you don't feel good in your mind you're not going to be creative they're all connected so if you feel great you'll have the motivation to do more stuff and particularly if you're used to getting accidental exercise you might be walking a little bit as you get off the bus to go to your office all of that is now gone for a lot of people right so here's an opportunity to get that bring that exercise back and even if it's just five or ten minutes a day of like a little bit of skipping and getting out in the sun it's going to make a huge difference to your mental state I think it's really important and um, it, they're all connected Val the yeah. other thing uh, this I, I watched um, I've been looking up uh, movies about photographers and um i watched a movie called life which is from 2015 and it's a biopic of uh dennis Uh, stock uh, uh. a photographer for life magazine and he was the photographer that um shot uh the iconic james dean you know those photos everyone knows this photo of him in new york walking down the street you know that shot of course it i thought thoroughly enjoyed this movie it was so good so um i highly recommend that you um check that out it is uh and and there's a scene where he you see him how that shot uh happened and it's brilliant it's brilliant. Wow. Well, okay. uh, Robert Pattinson plays the photographer. Oh. and I can't remember the uh, name of the other actor, but well worth watching. So there are lots of, uh, the, and I'll give you one every week to watch. Uh, and if you've got any suggestions, just post uh, in the Facebook group or send me an email, news at gina militia.com. If you've got great uh, movies about photography, it, and because it was set in another, it was just such a beautiful escape, Val. I mm. just loved it
1: fantastic i i, I want to watch it
2: oh you'll love it you'll mm. love it
1: mm. okay all
2: right What's so next? um this week's challenge val is oh a yes right. self portrait oh no one more actually one more tip oh. before we start Okay. Is I want you to. This is something that you can do um, for a day or two. I want you to get some card and some maybe some low stick, sticky tape uh, or some some um, gaffer or a bit of blue t- blue tack or something to cover up your LCD screen on the back of your camera. All oh, right. And yep. and I want you to spend a few days shooting without looking at your images. Um, so the purpose of this exercise is to teach But looking you, through the viewfinder. You look, obviously, you, yeah, you, you're <laughs> looking through the viewfinder, because mm-hmm. we rely so much on taking a shot, looking at the image, taking a shot, looking at the image, that you constantly, as photographers, we might be second-guessing ourselves of like, oh, maybe I should do this. And you'll lose that. There's a little bit of... Images can become too technical, in that, because we're constantly uh, chimping and, and checking and second-guessing ourselves, so so this exercise is to teach you to trust your instincts and your meter reading skills so like that's using the meter inside the camera and maybe if you live with someone who, who you can maybe uh, get by a window um, and take the shot see if you can expose the skin tone correctly see if you can understand that if you've got someone in front of a window do you need to underexpose or over expose that image if you want to create a high contrast image have a go at shooting and then Instead of checking, just download the whole card onto your uh, desktop or laptop computer and have a good look. Check what you've done and then go back and do it again and fix your mistakes. So spend a couple of days doing that. And I'm not saying to spend the 24 hours doing it. Like just take half an hour out of your day and do this exercise. It's a game changer. And if you want to take this up a few notches, try guessing the exposure, So walk into a room and go, hmm, it's uh, afternoon, this room is flooded with light, I reckon I could get away with F4, ISO 400, 1 25th of a second, and see how close you can get. Try that, take a shot, see how you go Uh, because that's a really good skill because that's going to speed up how quickly you are um, when you're working because often when you're shooting commercially, you need to pump out so many images. And if you're having to – you've got no clue what the exposure is, uh, it's going to slow you down. And if you've ever worked with a photographer who's got 20, 30, 40 years' experience – the photographer that the ones that i'd work with were all of that sort of um that, that sort of uh, had that much experience and the, the trick that they would do with their assistants and you'd be outside and they'd say well you reckon i should expose this at and you'd be like i don't know i've got no idea right and they go hmm i think we'll do f11 1 200th of a second uh iso 100 and they'd, they'd be spot on they go "Wait, yeah. wait the light just dropped half a stop. Yes. And they feel it because they're so in tune with the light because they've shot so much. So have a go at that and see how you go at guessing exposure. And again, it's not about the final result. It's about the actual drill that you're doing and how well you can do it. So yep. there's a few um, a few drills that you can do this week to
1: test your skills and also improve your skills, Val. Mm. Definitely a good one because it's so true. The old school photographers, they just knew hmm. um, instinctively just based on experience about what the aperture needed to be, about what shutter speed they needed to shoot at and what ISO. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's a skill that doesn't happen very much these days. I had a old school uh
2: obstetrician when I was pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he used to do the sa- he used to like always have an intern when I'd go in mm-hmm. and he did he'd do the same trick with them. He's like uh how many how many months do you think uh she is and he's like well I can tell I can tell at a glance I can, I can tell by uh this measurement here and he'd, he'd do that trick with them like the photographers do. And I'm like are you right like you know yeah. hey yes. I'm, I'm right in the room so I think everyone old school likes to uh show off how how, how they've mastered their skills yeah. um All right, Val, so we've got uh, a a portrait challenge for this week, and this week I want to do a self-portrait challenge. So... If you're uh, not a fan of the self-portrait challenge and you live with uh, dogs or cats or iguanas or goldfish, you could probably bring the pets in and use them to do this. Now, this is a really good skill to develop because you can then use this on your commercial shoots. And um, what it is, is you can have one person or one dog, or it could be yourself, and you'll place them in your home. So it might be your lounge room. It might be your kitchen. And what you're going to do is you're going to take multiple exposures and uh, combine those images so that you'll end up with maybe a shot where it's you and you're at a dinner party with five other versions of you. Right Sitting around a mm-hmm. table or you might have a shot of your kitchen and you might be standing at the fridge you might be at the cupboard you might also be washing dishes you might also be uh, you know cleaning the bench. Uh, or you might have uh, a shot of you sitting on the couch and there might be five of you all sitting next to each other on the couch. And I can see that if you do these shots and shared them on social media at the moment, because it's all about (laughs) what you want to do is be social on social media at at this time. And for those portrait photographers that are looking at ways to keep themselves uh relevant in this time and uh remembered and, and a good way to sort of show off your skills to uh clients who know you without sort of you know trying to over promote this is something fun that you can do which is uh you know a situation that everyone is in so i can like and you could take it next level and film yourself and use these techniques to merge film together where you could have a uh dinner party with yourself where you're actually having dialogue <laughs> if you're um, fairly clever with movies. So this is fun. This is a fun and also a lot to learn. So uh, let's uh, get into how the, how to do this, Val. Okay. All right. So um, what you're going to need to do, you, you must either have – you need a way to keep your camera steady. It's absolutely important. So you can't just um, – You know, if you were shooting one of your pets for this, you can't just shoot Mm. it uh, handheld because it's super important that all the images are exactly the same. So I recommend that you have your camera on a tripod and it's all locked off. If you don't have a tripod, you could maybe rig up a sort of MacGyver something where you've got a uh, stack of books maybe on a ladder, mm. a stepladder or a table or something where you can set up the, the camera at the right height. And then if you want to make sure that that camera stays nice and secure, what you can do is if you've got happen to have a bag of beans or a bag of rice in the cupboard or a bean bag or something like that. You can put that underneath the camera and sort of squish it in to the Mm. camera. Does that make sense Val? Yeah. yeah, And so that's like a, that'll hold the camera in place or, or, you know, you can put it like a, a sweater or you know a hoodie or something like that you know place that under the camera and under the lens so it's all nice and level but you want to make sure that it doesn't move after that so the first thing you want to do is find your location now it's important that uh, the 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 lighting is nice because you can start with daylight and you want to find something that is uh, a nice, evenly lit space that's going to make it easier. For beginners, this is the, yeah. the first step. So say you've got, you know that your uh, kitchen happens to be flooded with beautiful light in the morning and, you know, it's nice and even. So you might shoot... Uh, in that kitchen or the lounge room, or if you're lucky enough to have a, a backyard, shoot it outside and nice even lighting. So if it's a, a day where the sun's going in and out, uh, it's not going to work uh, as well. It's get the, the exposures are going to be Too different, so you want to make sure that you've got like nice, consistent lighting. So that's why I'm sort of suggesting that you do it inside or an area that is um, under full shade, like an eve, a balcony, or a veranda, or something Mm. like that is ideal. And then you want to create your set. So something nice and simple, like you, like I suggested, you might have a um, a dining table with two chairs either either side, or you might have a couch that is Mm -hmm. uh, set in a room. Okay. So that is your set. And the first thing you want to do is uh, shoot a base exposure of the empty set. Okay. And that is going to be your first shot and make sure that um, once you've got your exposure, right, that is going to be the exposure you use for all um, consecutive images. So once you've got your focus what you want to do is when you're focusing is make sure that you focus a third of the way in and i recommend that you shoot a a narrow aperture so maybe um f8 and use a lens like a 35 to 50 mil lens. So it's sort of something um, wide, wide to standard uh, because it's going to mean that you're going to, your image is going to be sharp all the way through. And when we merge the images, it's going to um, be a lot easier to merge those images together. So they're the th- first three crucial steps. Once you've got your focus, So you've got your autofocus, you're focusing a third of the way in, so you might focus onto the the back edge of the couch. Get your focus, and then you turn your autofocus off, and then make sure that you don't touch the camera again, okay? Now if you're lucky, uh, and you have a remote trigger, so many cameras may be made in the last uh, two or three years. You can mm-hmm. get uh, remote apps for them. I know you've got one for your Canon, haven't you, Val? The remote app where you can trigger the camera using your phone. Yes, right. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Which is really easy to do. That is the the uh, the best way, especially if you're doing a selfie. You can then just trigger the trigger the camera whenever you want to. If you don't have that, then you can actually uh, set the camera to the timer release, where you can give like you can have 10-second delay and you hit the shutter, there'll be 10 seconds, and then you can get yourself into position or put the pet or the other person into position and take the shot. So what you want to do, a really easy way, let's say we've got the couch. And I've got examples of the images if you scroll down now. So you can see, uh, scroll down to the end of the notes, you can see image one, just a shot of the couch. Okay. Yes. Then you want to do image 2 and in the in the show notes I've got a dog on the couch. So I've got the image if you're, 1.
1: And if you are new to the podcast, the show notes are over at ginamalisha.com. That's M I L I C I A in case you're looking for them. Okay.
2: So we've taken the 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 blank exposure, first the blank plate, and then nothing has changed. We've got our focus locked and uh then we get uh the i'm gonna do do it with a dog for this example so i've placed the dog on the far uh camera left side of the couch and sitting there good dog stay and then you take another shot i'm not refocusing i'm not changing my focus because that's going to change how the overall image looks i'm just going to take a shot and then that, that's my shot, and then I'm going to take another shot where I move the pooch or the person or whoever you're photographing over to the right-hand side of the couch, okay? Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. we've got three images. We've got a blank plate, which is the couch. We've got the dog on the camera left side of the couch, and we've got the dog on the camera right side of the couch. Now you can merge those images together by bringing them into Photoshop, and you've got that technique. There is... Um, uh, something that you can do where you can go to Image Auto Align Image. So once you've got the right. three uh, images as layers in Photoshop, you then you might might have just moved uh, the camera may have moved like a bee's pippy just slightly. <laughs> so and when that happens, a bee's pippy. Yeah, a bee's pippy, which is tiny. You know, tiny. Yeah. Um, Tiny so, but that that can sort of throw the shot off register and it is crucial mm. that everything is absolutely um, aligned exactly so you've got three yep. images stacked on top of each other you've done the uh, image auto align image and uh, then what you want to do is the top layer so your bottom layer will be the blank plate which is the couch the next layer will be the uh, doggy on the left side and then the Final, your top layer is doggy on the right side. Then you can just, as a beginner, uh, you can just reduce the opacity slider of the top layer so that you can see what is under that layer. And if you have a look in the show notes, it kind of makes sense, right, Val, that you can see what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Um, reduce the opacity. And then mm-hmm. for a beginner, uh, just get the eraser tool and you want to rub out the Uh, right hand side camera right hand side of Mm -hmm. the image and you're going to reveal uh poochie on the right hand side so you you basically Mm -hmm. you're taking out half of the top layer to reveal um the the dog on the right and then what you get as an end result is you've got this um composite image where it's two images of your dog right next to each other now obviously when you do this um in the show notes the dog is, look, looks exactly the same in both the images but when you do this as an image you will have the dog might be sitting for the left hand side shot yeah on the right hand side shot he could be lying down or he could be on the ground and you can take this to so many different levels like you could have him so on the edge good. of the couch on the top of the couch and just imagine this as yourself Right, You could do mm. that, the image of you on the left of the couch, you in the middle of the couch, you on the right of the couch, and if you wanted to take it to the next level, you could change outfits for every That'd shot. be great. You could be a different character. You could be yeah. you as a footy fan, right, mm. if you're missing football, and mm-hmm. uh, just say in your household you might have two different teams that you barrack for, so you could wear the jersey of uh, opposing sides and you could be cheering uh your favourite teams, like one of you is cheering, one of you is just in distress, one of you is pigging out, one of you is, you know, got mm. the remote. You could have so much fun with this. You could add this energy is, and
1: life. This is like an episode of Orphan Black. Oh, is it? To- is it? Yeah, totally, because it's about clones, right? Oh,
2: right, right, right.
1: Yes, this is an episode of Orph- Orphan Black for sure. So basically anyone who's watched that show, create your own episode of Orphan Black. Yeah,
2: and so that's why I can say, if you're great at video, you can take this um principle and and just use it using video and you can actually use layer masks in photoshop and merge the two clips together and you could effectively Mm -hmm. have a clip of you having dinner with yourself or you having an argument with yourself but you know and start to get
1: if you are having dinner with yourself to get the line of sight what they did on orphan black is on the top of a you know lights light stand or a top instead of a light they put a tennis ball so she would just talk to the tennis ball Yes,
2: so they're all the little tricks that take it to the next level. So my next point was make mm. sure that, so you could you know, be, uh, sit either side of the dining table uh, and have a, you know, be having dinner with yourself. You want to make sure that your, the eye line is absolutely correct because that's a giveaway mm. that it's, you know, it, th- these little 1% has helped. So that's a great trick uh, as well, Val. And make sure That when you're editing the images you don't you want to make sure that you edit the first and then apply those edit same edits to all the images so if you're going to give it an overall grunge edit make sure that everything looks exactly the same don't have one white balance for one image and another white balance for another one so another good tip is when you set the white balance what I do is um, I don't have auto white balance I have my white balance set to daylight which is like 5200 Kelvin so you can do that and go into your white balance settings and set it to um, that that exact temperature and all of these things help when you're merging the image together to make it all look consistent so um mm. that works uh well
1: and uh it's like what... star wars attack of the clones
2: right <laughs> so yeah so like change your clothes you can be a different character you know, it's like... I would love to see someone do uh, having a whole dinner party uh, with themselves where you are mm. all a different character of someone. And you can also uh, do things like um, take it to the next level um, where you overlap the images, Val. And, um, you know, mm. did I put the image in the show notes where it's one of that I've done of me where it's... Um, no. um, isn't it in the show? So notes? you so should I haven't uploaded it yet. I will mm. upload it. So I've got. Um, hang on, I've just been signed out. I don't know why it does that.
1: Oh, um, well, there's also that. Um, oh, what's that show at the moment? That's also got all of the people in it. Jeremy Irons is in it. Oh, it's. I've. I've got a mental block. But anyway, yes, it would be. It would. It's. It's such a great idea for a shot, right? Maybe if you get really, really, really adventurous, you could recreate The Last Supper, but all with just you? That would be amazing. That mm. is such a great idea. Mm. All right, let me see. Or I you could can... do some iconic scene like... Um, um, like you know, the opening shot of Beverly Hills nine o two one o, but it's just you. Or you could be, you know, um, I've, I've got uh, the Train spotting, train spotting. The four, you know, people in the black and white shot of um, the, the train spotting poster. But it, just dress up, make it all you. Yeah, could go on. Well, hang on. I've got, I've got the
2: nine o two one. I did that
1: actually. I recreated Train Spotting with the same guy. He was an actor, but I I recreated the Train Spotting um, billboard, um, but got him to wear all of like what Johnny Lee Miller wore and what you and McGregor wore, and even what Claire whatever her name, you know, the girl wore. He wore a slip and recreated that and comped it together. So you should do that. Yeah, excellent.
2: So I'm just about to. Um... Load in Val, the my version of the 90210 done great, great. all Gina's. So you can <laughs> have a look at this. So this is where I'm talking. This is next level um, uh, is to do
1: something like hopefully that's gonna work. Gina's still can't do two things at once. <laughs> you can't talk
2: and do no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should, I should
1: be male. No. <laughs> she was joking. I was joking. <laughs> she was
2: um, joking. Hang on a sec. Here we go. Um, so, and what I was saying, Val, is also ne- next level, if you are proficient with uh, lighting, right, mm. that what you can do is actually do these, uh, light each image. So you could yes. um, um, take take a shot where you use off-camera flash, okay, mm. and um, light each image. And then you can also make sure that you have uh, images that the people are overlapping as well. All right, mm. there. right, I'll put it in the show notes there, Val. So okay. um, you can see my version of 90210. So that is lit. That was... Um, actually shot with studio lighting, and it's me. Um, There's two, four, five of me. Uh, I'm on the floor, I'm (laughs) straddling a chair, I'm on a stool, um, standing up, sitting down, um, engaged with myself. So that's the kind of thing (laughs) that uh, I think you can do so Engaged can you see it
1: myself yeah. it hasn't turned up for me yet but, uh, it, we, we will make sure it's there it's for in you the show notes. in the yeah. show notes everyone so to so, have a look at Gina engaging with herself yes. in this shot
2: but this is something there's so the sky's the limit and as I say like it, next level as well obviously you're not using the eraser tool when you're masking in the image use layer masks Um, and uh, see what you can come up with and, uh, you know, start with the basics and work up. It's something that you could do with your kids. This is, uh, you know, for those that are having to homeschool, um how good if you can go to your kids all right i want you to create five characters and i'll photograph you in your bedroom you know listening to music jumping up and down on the bed uh, being a superhero there's so much you can do with it it's so much fun and you'll learn so much and then you can actually learn how to comp images together really simply and that's something that you can offer your clients down the track
1: and if it sounds all too hard to get five different costumes, just wear something fairly neutral and pick a prop like glasses or a stethoscope or a particular jumper or something to differentiate, you know, um, the, the outfit, basically. But ideally, yeah, if you have the time, go to town and, <laughs> and, and wear five different outfits. Exactly. Well, we've got time. That's
2: what we've all got. We've all been blessed mm. with that at the moment. So um, yeah, it's worth
1: uh, worth having a try. So there you go, mm. Val. That's uh, this week's I love uh, it. challenge. All right. Fantastic. Sounds like everyone's going to be really busy this week. Um, If you are too busy homeschooling your kids and other important things like that, then um, see what you can fit in. But obviously, I'm sure you'll appreciate having a look at some of the images. Upload your images in the Facebook group. Just search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community. It's free to join. We'd love to have you in there and very, very keen to see um, the results of your efforts. So Gina, where do we find you online? So you
2: can find me at ginamilitia.com. That's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. And you can also find me at Gina Militia uh, on all social media. And if you want to take your photography to the next level, then uh, come and join me in the Goal community. If you want to find out more about the Goal community, just go to ginamilitia.com and click on Join the Community.
1: And you'll find me at Valerie Koo, that's K-H-O-O, on Twitter and Instagram and over at ValerieKoo.com. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And we look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit com.